Okay, so first of all, uh, Mayor Shadron asked me specifically not to thank him for organizing this, so I'm, I'm specifically not thanking you. It has nothing to do with you. You're the last person that has any shaykhist, anything that's going on tonight. But uh, Hashem, Hashem knows who's in charge of being a Sabbath so whoever that person is, shkaych. Okay? The learning is also just the whole, the whole thing, the whole learning is... is uh, Sponsored by Zach Tamashevsky, Le'ili Nishmas, Raful Eliezer, Avram, Ben, Shalom Tzvi, Joshua and Aliyah. And with that, only Shefa Baruch and Hatzlacha should come to him, to all Mishpacha, and to all of Yisrael. The truth is, the Iker was for everyone uh, to learn. You know, get ready for Yom Kippur with learning. It's Kavadik. So this is, you know, this is just a throwaway. Like Mamash, uh, last minute thing. We'll see, I don't know. We'll see how long it takes me to explain what I'm talking about. But, uh, Okay. All right, so the, the question we have to ask ourselves is for the next few minutes is what exactly is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is a mitzvah. Yom, Yom Kippur is not just one day that we happen to decide to get together to daven all day long and chazak ourselves. It's a mitzvah. There's something, there's a place that we're entering that's called Yom Kippur. So what exactly is Yom Kippur? Okay, so let me share with you uh, an idea that we find in the Rashash, and then... We'll see what that means with our Chavayda. We'll see. Okay, so <coughs> it all goes back to the very beginning. <coughs> so Adam and Chavah are in Gan Eden, and they eat from the Yitzhadah as Toivarah. Okay? And uh, it's downhill from there, right? So things go haywire. Because Adam and Chavah eat from the Yitzhadah as Toivarah, so there's mis in the world, there's a lot of damage that's done. And every single moment of time since that point, every single experience that any of us have ever had, has been tainted, has been damaged by that, by that sin. We're mortal. Every moment is mortal. Every, everything is slowed down. Everything, everything is fighting against inertia because of that, because of that chayt. Now, the reason was Magala that there are certain times, there are certain tkufas in the year that's specifically more damaged than others because of that chayt. And surprisingly enough, the reason was Megala that the entire Tukufa of Tishrei from Rosh Hashanah throughout so- till the end of Sukkot, through Sukkot, of all the times in the year, is the most damaged by the Chet of Yitzhadah. And that's exactly why we have such big avaidas during this time of year, Rosh Hashanah, Asher Tshuva, and Asher of Yom Kippur, we'll talk about that, and Sukkot, and so on, is because there's a, lo- there's a lot of work to be done. And if we can fix this time... Like, that's the ikr, to fix this time. <clears throat> now, the Rizal, in his language, I'm just going to share with you something that, that he says and how the Rashash goes a little bit further. <clears throat> the Rizal said that one aspect of how the damage that took place of this, during this tukuf, again, from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, one of the ways that it expresses itself <clears throat> is the following thing. The, the Rizal said an amazing thing, that, again, from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, we're building, we're building, we're being masakin. There's an avoid that begins with Rosh Hashanah, and it doesn't just, okay, Rosh Hashanah's over, now it's a Seres Mechuvah mode. And then a Seres Mechuvah mode is over, now it's Sukkot mode. There's a maracha, there's a structure, a spiritual building within yourself that you're building from Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. through Sukkot. Now the reason was Megala, that the truth is, the truth is, that structure that we're building from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot might sound surprising. We do that every day. We do that every day. Every single day by davening, 
in a certain sense, every single day, every single time that you do a mitzvah, and every, on any given day, you're building that structure. <clears throat> the Rizal said that what usually, on a, on a random Tuesday, all it takes is one chakras to accomplish all of that. On Rosh Hashanah, things are slowed down. Things are slowed down. Now, when things are slowed down, and therefore what usually can be fetched into less, let's like mamish one chakras, is now being drawn from Rosh Hashanah throughout Sukkot. Okay? Now the reason why it's being schlepped like that is because of the Pagan of the Yetzirah's Tevra during this time. Things are just, things are, you're, you're, we're, we're fighting against it and things were forced to build very, very slowly. Now that certainly seems to be a chasarin because, you know, kibichipazin, you know, we want to do this bichipazin. Mitzad Shani, there is a Mila. When things slow down, then you get to sort of focus in on each particular Nakuda. So, for example, just throw something out at you. Uh, the, the entire avoid of Tkiyah Shaifer, which is like Rosh Hashanah, Tkiyah Shaifer, it's the whole inning of, of Rosh Hashanah is revolving on Shaifer. Every single Shman Esrei, we do that when you say the word Biahava in the first Brach of Shman Esrei. Very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. And even by the Machavnim, even by the Mekubalim that have Kavonis, the Kavonis. There are a lot of kavanas for the word Biahava, and they're reflective of, of the kavanas of Shaifer, but it's not as intricate, it's not as developed as the kavanas of Shaifer. Everything is slowed down. So, on the one hand, you know, Biahava is Rosh Hashanah, and Melachaizer, Mashiach Mogain, is the days between Rosh Hashanah, between, uh, you, you know, that's already from Rosh Hashanah till almost the end of Sukkot, and Shemini Atzeris, and then Simchas is Sim Shalom. And it goes quick, I mean, Davin Shemini in three minutes, you know what I mean? So, Mitzarecha, there's a chasarin in this tkufa that things are slowed down. Mitzarecheni, we can hone in on the word Biahava throughout the entire voyage of the Kiyashaifer. And you can hone in on Melachai Zimashiyah Mogin during this time of Rosh Hashanah till Sukkot. And, uh, you know, there's a mile to that. But, again, this Indian of things being slowed down. <clears throat> the one exception to that, the one exception to that is Yom Kippur. In, in the Kisviari, it's very, very difficult to figure out what exactly the Indian of Yom Kippur is. Because there's an aspect of Yom Kippur that sort of fits with the process that began with Rosh Hashanah and ends with Sukkot. And that piece of the puzzle that, that Yom Kippur comes to sort of add to that structure that, we, again, that we began with Rosh Hashanah and finishes with Sukkot, that sort of is modeled after a very quick Shmanesri, just being elongated over weeks. So that one Nakuda is, is when you say, uh, is when you say Sim Shalom by Ni'ila. That, that's the one Nakuda that Yom Kippur sort of is a piece of that long puzzle. But what about the rest of Yom Kippur? So the rest of Yom Kippur in the Kisari is very unclear what's happening. Comes the Rashash, okay, and the Rashash explains that Everything that takes a long time, again, I, I, I'm not explaining this, I but it's okay just to know what we don't know sometimes. The Rashash explained that that which we're building, that elongated Shmanesre, right, that's taking place from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, that's all in what the Rashash calls Chitzainis. But there's a deeper dimension within ourselves, a deeper dimension within reality that's called Pneumius. And in Pneumius, everything that takes time from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot is all happening very quickly on Josim Kippur. 
So there's two layers. In the rise of Rashash, Rashash is very three dimensions, very the imagery, it's very um, ge- uh, geom- geometry, that's the, word, that's the word. It's very geometric, there you go, it's very geometric. So the way the Rashash sort of looks at it is like there's, there's multi layered, it's like a multi layered structure that you're building. There's the outer surface of the building, which is from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot. That's elongated, that lo- takes weeks. And on that outer structure, Yom Kippur is a part of it, but only a very small piece of Yom Kippur. But then there's this inner layer, this inner structure, which is the same structure, just on, an, on a deeper level, on a Pneumistika level, which is also being built from you know, the entire Pneumistika level, but all just constricted to Yom Kippur itself. That's the writings of Rashash. <clears throat> now here's the Nakuda. That's what Rashash says. But now let's plug that back into, the, into, into what the Arizal revealed. Again, the Arizal said the reason why, it's, why the, the building from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot is, is elongated, the reason why it's taking so long is because it's damaged by the Chet of the So what's Pshat with Yom Kippur? Why was the inner dimension, the inner structure, so to speak, that Yom Kippur is building, why is that so quick? Maskin, maybe it's not as quick as one small shonesra, even though the truth is, it kind of is, because each monastery of, of Yom Kippur is also a quick building. It's, I can't be marked too much. But, so the question is, if this time period has been damaged by the Chet Yitzhadah so much, right, and that's the reason why this, the, the, the Chitzani sticker structure is taking weeks from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, then why is the inner Pneumi sticker structure not taking so long? So this that's the background, that's the, the Shiloh. And now when you learn Sefer Chassidus about Yom Kippur, you'll understand what they're trying to say. In the Sefer Chassidus we find the Yisait, that what is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is a day in which, you'll find this in the Svarim, that Yom Kippur is a day in which we return to that Madrega of Adon Rish and Kaid So you learn that in the Svarim, like, okay, I don't know what that means, where do you get that from? This is the Nakuda. Based on the writings of the Rizal, on the writings of the Rashash, it becomes very clear. That this is a tkufa that's been heavily damaged by the Chetia Yitzhadas. And that's why in Chitzainius, the Avoida that we do in Chitzainius takes weeks to do from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot. But at the same time, in Pneumius, in Pneumius, this same tkufa in Pneumius is just as quick as usual. Which means that what's really happening, what's really being revealed to us is the following idea. That although the Chetia Yitzhadas came and damaged everything, and every single moment from that, from that Chet, has been stamped and been poisoned with death itself and been injected with menias and injected with all sorts of mechitzas and bulbulim, Yom Kippur reveals to us that the reality of Kaidem Achet was not gone. The reality of Kaidem Achet was covered over with the reality of La'achar Achet. And going forward, there are these two dimensions of who we are and these two dimensions of every experience we have. There is the dimension of reality that we experience in a very positive way, which is a la'achar achet experience. And that's usually the life that we live in, the world that we engage in. That's, the, that's la'achar achet. But Yom Kippur reveals that that same tkufa, which was so heavily damaged by the chet yitzadas, you should know that beneath the surface, nothing was affected by it. Beneath the surface, it's mamish what it was, kaitam achet. And the ikar avoid of Yom Kippur, and this is what's revealed, in, again, in the kavanas based on the rashash, the ikar, the ikar avoid of Yom Kippur, is to return to that part of yourself and to that part of reality which still is kaidmachet. Still is kaidmachet. Now this is not just 
like a nice rah uh, rah, get you fired up speech, you know, and uh, self help book. There's a part of you which is still good. Part, no, this is real. There's a mitzias of Adam Marishan and Chava still in Gan Eden. There's a there's a there's a, like there's an alternate reality of Adam and Chava not listening to the knowledge, and that reality exists in Pneumius. So there's a chitzonistic reality. There's a chitzonistic history, which is Adam and Chava sinned with the Yisudas Tovirah, and because of that, everything is damaged, especially Chaydish Tishrei, and there's a long avoided from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot. And Yom Kippur, there's a piece of Yom Kippur that's part of that superstructure. True, but there's another dimension to reality, another. Uh, timeline, if you, if you will, that Adam and Chava, everything is Karatz and Hashem, and Adam and Chava did not do anything wrong, and there's a Metzius of perfection, there's a Metzius of Adam and Chava in Gan Eden, as always. And that's the Pneumius that the Avoida, that the, the majority of Yom Kippur is trying to connect to, and trying to bring us to. That's the source of the Kapara of Yom Kippur. The source of the Kapara of Yom Kippur is not the simple tshuva that we do, you can do that on any, on any given Wednesday. The, 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 what's unique to the tshuva of Yom Kippur is that this is not just a tshuva to repair who you are l'achrachet. This is a tshuva to reconnect you or to bring out the reality that's within you and that's within, within the world, which is k'aydemachet. Now let me give you a few examples. That's, that's the insight. That's the idea. Now let me give you a few examples of what we find throughout Yom Kippur that are reflective of this nakuda of the Avaida being, whether it be by the Kain Gadol and Yom Kippur, or our Avaida right now, to return to that mitzias of Kaidim <clears throat> So a few, a few examples. I wrote them down just in case I forget. A few examples. First of all, we know, the, the, in Musaf Davening, we talk about this, I mean, the, the, the whole Musaf is really centered around this, which is that all of Yom Kippur, the Kapara, came from the Avaida of the Kain Gadol, right? Now, what, what's unique to Yom Kippur, as we know, is that all the Avoidah had to be done by the Kain Gadol by himself, alone. Kain Gadol by himself. Again, the, certain special Karbanas that are, that are for Yom Kippur was for sure only the Kain Gadol. But in Halachet, Machlekes and the Gemara, different Shittas, but the way we pass in the Rambam is that everything in the Beis HaMekdash had to be done by the Kain Gadol, Li Kuva. means even Karbanas which are not necessarily Yom Kippur. The, the Tamit Shoshachar, lighting the Menorah. I mean, these are things that had to be done any, anyway on, on every day. It had to be done by the Kain Gadol. Not only did it have to be done by that single person, the Kohen Gadol, as I mentioned on Shabbos from Ramesh Salvechik, the, the a din in the Avaida is that it had to be done alone. There couldn't have been anyone allowed into the entire base of Migdash while he's doing the Avaida, not because no one's allowed in. Because the Avaida had to be done in that Bechin, in that way, of all there is is one person. Why? What, where, where, I, the question is not why, but what is that reflective of? Where is the, where, what's the Siba for that halacha? The Siba for that Allah is the entire Avaid of, of the Kain Gadol, which is what we're also trying to do with our Avaid of Davening, is to reconnect to that Mitzias, which does exist beneath the surface of Adam and Chava Kaidim Achet. Adam and Chava Kaidim Achet, guess how many people were there? Well, just one, slash two. That's all there was. And that's all there was. So just as Adam and Chava Kaidim Achet, with the entire Avaid of being Aymid bin Yisayin, in, in other words, let's put it this way. The Avaid of Yom Kippur, in a certain sense, is to return to that matziv of Adam Chavakaydemachet and to not listen to the nachash, right? It's sort of to relive that story, but not mess up. It's to sort of keep that reality of Adam Chavakaydemachet, keep it going by not listening to the nachash. On the outside we listened, but on the inside we didn't, and we're trying to connect to that reality of on the inside by not listening. And so that avoda, that nisayin, that the nachash, 
you know, put in front of Adam and Chava, that was a Nisayan to one, to, to one couple, to one person. So we reconnect to that in the void of the, of the kind God. That's why, by the way, as well, the, the, the Mishnais, and, 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 and you see this in Yuma, and Allah, as we talk about this in the as well, that there was a Reboi Tvilas. There's a lot of mikvahs going on on Yom Kippur. A lot of tefillahs. Even in halacha, we know that the halacha is, even people that are not huge mikvah goers, you go to the mikvah every Yom Kippur. Right? What's this Indian of Davka going to the mikvah? Ribui tefillahs. Usually, in the Beis HaMikdash, you have to go to the mikvah before you go in. Why? Because you're Tomei, or maybe, it might be Tomei. So you retire yourself to go to the Beis HaMikdash. The Kohen is already tar. He went once. No, he has to go another four times, five times altogether, he has to go to the mikvah. He has to be makadi shadayim varaglayim ten times altogether. Why? It's not because he's tamay. So it must be that there's an Indian davka of mikvah. What's the name of mikvah? So it says in the parsha of, 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 of uh, Parshas Bracious, I've spoken about this before as well, in Parshas Bracious where it talks about Ganeidan. So the details, it's, it's interesting, the Torah doesn't tell us too many details about Ganeidan. The only details it tells us are the ones relevant to the story. There's a place called Gan Eden, and there's an Eitzadas and Eitzachayim. <laughs> That's all you need to know. There's an Achash, Adam and Chava. That's all you need to know. It doesn't tell us about anything else, except for one thing. The only other piece of information it tells us about Gan Eden is there was a Nahar, Yaitzim Eden, Lahashkis Esagan. There was a river that came out of Eden that sustained the garden. And from there, four major rivers came out. All the rivers and all the waters of the world, says the Gemara, ultimately comes from those four rivers, which goes back to the river coming out of Aden, Lahashkis is a gun. It's irrelevant to the story. So why are you telling me this? The answer is what the Torah is telling us is the secret of how to return to that place of Ganeda. How do you return to that Bechina of Adamish and Kaidim even after you're kicked out of Ganeda? The answer is mikvah. The answer is mikvah. That's why Chazal say that Adam and Chava spent the next 130 years doing tshuva after they were kicked out of Gan Eden, and Chazal make a point of saying that part of the tshuva that Adam Rishon did was by sitting in that river that came out of Gan Eden. He sat in that river. You know, it was a big avoid of him to be in that river, to be toivel in the mikvah over there. The Indian of mikvah, again, this is a mikvah Indian, but the Indian of mikvah is to reconnect you to that bechina of pninius that, ha- that, that, that is, was unaffected by the chait in which Adam Chavar still Gan Eden. And that's the Nahar, that's the way you get that, that's the Tzvil of a Mikvah. That's why, again, by Yom Kippur, that one individual person, reminiscent of Adam and Chav, is Reba Tzvilas. This is also, by the way, why it's an interesting thing, we find a special, special Hakpada, or, Hakpada is the wrong word, a special, uh, we're con- there's a special concern that Chazal had with the Kain Gadol, with Pagam Habris. Mishnah says that part of the interview of the Avoid of Yom Kippur, it's not the Avoid of it, the procedure was that the Kohen Gadol had to stay up all night, you know, the night of Yom Kippur. Why? And they would keep him up with snapping, which is an interesting Indian, they would snap to keep him up, they would learn Mishnahis with him if he was holding and so on. Why? So, in order that, that he shouldn't uh, see any Tumah if he were to fall asleep. So much so, so you have to think about this, uh, well, why are we so concerned? I mean, okay, we understand that, you know, the spotlight's on him and so on, but of all nights. So the truth is, it's, it's interesting, the Rechaim Vital brings down in Shara Kavanis that the Rizal also was Makbid every Yom Kippur, also to stay up all night, for the same reason, for the same reason by the, by, as the Kohen Gadol, in order that he shouldn't become Tameh. So then the Rechaim Vital asked his rabbi, he said, no, worry about such a thing. And the Rizal said, yeah, Davki Yom Kippur night is a very, very big 
uh, uh, Kitschrig. There's a very big, uh, you know, thing that Davka by Tzadikim to be Nichshel in such a thing. And even though it's Oynes, it's, it's not because of any Verech uh, HaSashom, it's just that's the Messiah sometimes, to be worried of such a thing. Why is it Davka that there's such a, a concern? Well, the answer is because, again, it's all going back to that Chet of Adam and Chava. That Chet of Adam and Chava, Chazal explained, it started from one thing. What motivated the Nachash to even mix in with Adam and Chav is because he saw that they were together, they were intimate together. And Chazal say funny things, that he was jealous of it and so on. There was even some, some arayas going on over there on some level. And the truth is, the Arizal explains in Shara Kavanis in a few places, that when we talk about the chait of the Yitzhadas being achila, the achila Yitzhadas, the Arizal says the truth is, even though the end result was, yes, eating from that tree, whatever the tree was, whatever the peri was. The Rizal says that really the sherish of the chet was Adam and Chava being together before Shabbos. They really should have waited till Shabbos. For whatever reason, the kavanas that they had, we can't imagine them, but for whatever reason, they had kavanas to have, to have uh, intimacy before Shabbos. And really, that was the sherish of the problem. So you see, the ultimate chet was an inning of Pagama bris. So for Davka and Yom Kippur, there's such a, a very sh- big shmira and that inyan of Pagama bris. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, even, even when we talk about. I, there's a lot. Of, I, there's, a, there's a number of Vinyana with Shmir, so we're going to get into it. The, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. Now we still have to explain a little bit more what exactly this chait was. So let, now, now let's go a little bit. Something else as well. Another, another, another connection that we find. The, the Ramah talks about that the Kain Gadol Bechlal had three. Uh, Three wardrobes. You have the regular, you know, economy in general, three wardrobes. There's big day, big day kain hadyat, the average kain, which is mostly linen, except for the avnate, which was made of multi, you know, shatnas, many different uh, materials. You have the big day kain gadol, the shmoyne begadim, which was four, like the kain hadyats, similar, uh, close enough, with extra begadim of the kain gadol, and so on. And then you have big day kain gadol for Yom Kippur. Now, the Kain Gadol, when he went into Kaddish HaKadshim, also wore linen, but it was not like the big day Kain had yet. Everything was linen. It was Kulay Pishtan. Not only was it Kulay Pishtan, it's interesting, the Gemara in Yuma, in a few places, talks about this, where the Gemara says that, that individual Kahanim Gedolim will go out of their way to get the finest linen possible. The Gemara even says a Misa, and it's funny, the Gemara records this Misa. must be for a reason. The Gemara records a Misa that there's one particular Kain Gadol whose mother uh, made for him a specific, Gemara says this in a few places, that, 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 that their, the mothers of the Kahanim Gedolim would be involved. Remember on Yom Kippur, I was talking about this on Shabbat Shuvah, that the Dinyan of Yom Kippur is to connect to the Chin of Nekeva. So it's interesting, Gemara talks about this, that Davka and Yom Kippur, the mothers of the Kahanim Gedolim would make for them and buy for them the Big Day Pishtim, the Big Day Kuna Gedolim for Kodesh HaKadshim. So it had to be in a cave of the Ginyan. Anyway, but the Gemara says one particular situation that the mother of a Kain Gadol made for him such fine Big day lavan that the Gemara says that the other kahanim, the other, the, because of the bezdin, whatever, would not let him wear it because it was not mishtiftur. It was like he wasn't wearing any clothing at all. The Gemara says that Shemaisa. Okay, I mean, what, what, what's the point? Okay, fine. I guess we learned from there that you shouldn't walk around with see-through clothing in the base of Migdash. I don't know if we needed a Gemara to tell you that. Okay, so what exactly is the nakuda? Okay, so let me let me share with you. This is a this is not halacha lemaisa, but let me just share. This is interesting. We find this from the. Um, Chesed Lavram. Chesed Lavram was the Chidah's grandfather, the big Mokobel. Chesed Lavram writes the following thing. 
Veda, you should know. She is big day pishtam. He says you should know there's a big secret, the Indian of wearing only linen clothing. To wear only linen clothing. He says he brings down from Ksavim that he found, whatever it is, that it's a big school for a shmira. He talks about a shmira for a baby, a shmira for an elderly person, a shmira for a mace, just the shmira in general. And he says as follows Vieda, you should know, Shalovish Big Day Pishtan. If you wear linen clothing that's pure white and so on, ain't shaylet boy, loy ayin hara, loy ruach ra, loy shum minikishev. The sitrach, it's like you're invisible. You just went under the radar. Like the, the, the world of laacharachet doesn't see you anymore. The world of laacharachet, which is full of ayin hara and evil and kishev and tumah and klipas, the nachash, it doesn't see you anymore. You just, you just, you're wearing uh, uh, something that uh, makes you invisible. You're completely beyond. Obviously, uh, he can see you. The Sitrachr does not see anymore. He says an interesting thing. He says this is why it's, it's brought down in the Medrash that Parai, who was a big Kishif expert, only wore clay pish, he only wore big day pish, and only linen. And so much so, he, the Chesel of Ram says that's why all the, all the uh, uh, magicians and, and, and sorcerers and so on of Mitzrayim, they, couldn't, they, can never, they can never overthrow Parai. With all their Kishif, they couldn't overthrow him. Why? And they didn't realize what his secret was. His secret was that he always wore clay pishtan. He goes so much so, he says that, that Pari was so, was so uh, neurotic about this, that he was concerned when he saw the Chachm of Yosef, he thought that maybe Yosef knew the secret. And that's why, he says, that's why Davka, he put a revid zahav, he put a golden necklace on Yosef's neck, in order that, he, that even if he's wearing all pishtan, it shouldn't be all pishtan, he should have a piece of gold on him, that he shouldn't have the same kachas as Pari. Now he goes on a whole aricha, said Yosef was smarter than that, so the second he, Pari left, you know, he took off the gold necklace and uh, he had as much power as Pari. But it's a fascinating thing. Okay. Again, when, I'm not going to explain why Klee Pishtan, why Davka Linen has this skula to it. But this Indian of Big Day Lovan made of Pishtan giving you invisibility, of giving you the ability of just to sort of transcend all Kitrig all Klippus, all Kishev, is again this Indian. There's something about Big Day Pishtan that allows you to reconnect to that reality of Kaidem Achet, where, where Adam and Chava barely did not have any Begadim, right? And what does it say? It says in Pasuk that the Rebbe made them Kasnais Ar, clothing of, of leather. And the Gemara records that in the Sefer Torah of Meir, it didn't say leather with an ayin, it said Ar with an olive, Kasnais Ar, clothing of light. By the way, when it says the Sefer Torah of Meir, it was Mamish in the Sefer Torah. There's a, there's a, this, is, this is completely on the side, but there's a, there's a Torah from the Kamarna. The Kamarna said that the truth is every single neshama, every single person, based on their Sharsh neshama, might have different letters in their Sefer Torah, because every Sefer Torah is a reflection of Nishmas Yisrael, and neshamas are different. We don't know, you know the Chaseris and the Yisairis of our personal Sefer Torah, so we just go with the Klal Sefer Torah. But if you happen to know the Sharsh of your Neshama, then the, the Isis of your Sefer Torah will be Kashul Mahadran Mahadran, based on your Isis. Rameir knew that his Isis is Kasnes are with an Aleph. Adam and Chava Kaidim Achet also had Begadim. But the Begadim of Adam and Chava Kaidim Achet was clothing of light, not clothing of leather. In other words, let, let me explain. Clothing, uh, and what, uh, the, this difference between clothing of leather and versus clothing of light is mamish the difference between kaidem achet and lachar achet. See, clothing of leather means that who you essentially are, I have no idea. I have no idea, and neither do you. 
the clothing of leather means that who you are is, is based on your actions, based on something tangible. I don't know who this guy is. Oh, but he's wearing a policeman's uniform. It means he's a policeman. And, that, and, and that's, that's what I know about him. Who he is, I have no idea. The clothing are not there to really tell me who he is. The clothing are there to express a more superficial identity of who this person is. That reality of not knowing who you are and not truly being connected to who you are and no one else knowing who you are and all you know about yourself and all anyone else knows about you is just based on something tangible that they could point to and say, oh, he's a cop, oh, he's a fireman, oh, he's a Bucky Bashas, he's an Amaris and Shas, you know, all these things. That's all Kusnes are with an ayin. The, that, that, that is a result of Adam and Chava after the sin. The, different, Adam and Chava, the, the essential chait of Adam and Chava was to lose that inner voice. That's, that's really what it was. It was to choose the Eitz Hadas Toivira. What does it mean, Eitz Hadas Toivira? It means an identity that's based on understanding or something that you can understand. Something that you could put your finger on and say, Who am I? This is who I am. Who am I? I am the person that does A, B, and C. That's who I am. As opposed to the Eitzachayim, which is what? Who you essentially are. And this is all as a result of them not listening to their own voice, but rather listening to an external voice of, Adam, of, of the Nachash. <clears throat> and so therefore, the La'achar Achet has clothing, but the clothing is the identity. Whereas Kaidem Achet is also clothing, but it's clothing that are simply there to allow the inner identity out. That's clothing of light. It's there, therefore, it's described as that they were naked. The, the, the clothing that they had, or the, the actions that they took, the ideas that they had, it was all an, an expression of their essential self. This is why Davka, by the way, it's a mayor who had kosnes are with an olive. The word mayor is interesting. Mayor doesn't mean light. His name is not Rabbi, Rabbi R. Mayor means the source of light. It means Rabbi Meir himself was connected. That's why you find Rabbi Meir himself. The Gemara says we don't pass him like Rabbi Meir. That he couldn't get to the bottom of who Rameir was, of the Torah that he was saying. Rameir was, was a Bechina before the Chait, where, where that essential identity is almost unknown to La'achar Chait people. La'achar Chait people look at Kaidim Chait and it's like, I have no, like, who am I? I have no idea. I can tell you what I do. I can tell you the majority of my life is spent doing certain things. Who I am, I have no idea. Rameir is a reflection of the source of light, not light, but the source of light. And therefore his Sefer Torah, even La'achar Achet, right? He's living in Olam Hazah. Even La'achar Achet, his Sefer Torah has Kosnes or with an Aleph, they couldn't get to the bottom of, of his Torah. That's why Rameir also, the Gemara says about him, as a, as a proof to show that how the Chum could not possibly, like, couldn't get, they couldn't figure out what he's talking about, is that he used to have Kalvachimers and Gzir Shavas, all sorts of Joshes, to prove that a Sheretz is Tahar. The Pasuk says, Sheretz is Tameh, so you can make all the pulpum you want. So the question is, what's Rameir wasting his time for? Just showing his brilliance, just to confuse everyone. No. Sheretz is Tameh la'achrachet. Kaidem achet? Everything's tar. Rameir is, is using his chachma to reveal the mitzias that still exists of Kaidem achet. Rameir is the source of light, it's kosnes ar. The Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur, whose entire avayda as our shliach, to bring us back to that reality of Kaidem Achet, wore Big Day Pishtan, which again the Chesel Avram says means that you're completely now invisible. Why is he invisible? Because Kli Pishtan have the school of being Kosnes are with an Aleph. And therefore when Achar Achet reality looks at you, I, I, I don't see you anymore. Because there's nothing, I, 
there's nothing tangible that I could point to and say this is who the person is. It's just the essence of who the person is, which is only real to people that are connected to essence. But if, a person, if, if reality, with Tumma, which is completely superficial, and it doesn't have any etzim, so reality, Sitra Achra, Tumma, Klipa, Ayin Har, all these things, which, which their, their entire reality is superficial. So anything that's pneumistic, they simply don't see. So in other words, what's, in other words, to, to, to simplify what I'm talking about, is that the Avoida of Yom Kippur is to become pneumistic. And when a person becomes pneumistic, then, every, then the sudden, the sitra achra, everything that we're afraid of throughout the course of the year simply don't see you. They, 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 the sitra does not see anything that's, that's essential, that's real, that's etzem. All the sitra achra sees is that which is chitzayim, because that's all, all it is. So throughout the course of the year, when we're living in kosnes or with an ayin, and we're living in post-Adam and Chava world, and we're living in that outer structure which takes weeks to build, then we're afraid of the sudden, and we're afraid of everything that, uh, that's in the shadows. Because we're living in the shadows. But the whole avoid of Yom Kippur, as the single kind Gadol, with going to the mikveh a million times, and wearing Big Day Pishtun, like the Gemara says, and Davka the kind Gadol, he thought he had a good idea, right? To wear clothing that were so see-through. Okay, the problem is, Lamaisa, we're living, you know, we don't pass like Rameh, right? So Lamaisa, we're living in a, in a Lachar Chetika world, so we have to sort of play the game a little bit. But that Indian of the Kaingodah wearing Big Day, Big Day Pishtan is to reconnect him to that, <clears throat> to that inner place of, um, of Adam Rish and Kaidim and that's what allows that to happen. That's why, by the way, we find also on Yom Kippur, also a major Indian, is the Kaingodah when he said Vidoy for all the different Karbanas. It's interesting, Davkin the Vidoy of the Kaingodah, he would say the Shem HaMafarish. The Shem HaMafarish. The Shem HaMafarish is reflective of this. The Shem HaMafarish means without any begadim. It's. Usually Yudke Vavke has clothing, and the clothing is Adnai. And usually in La'acharachet universe, all we see is the Begadim. So even though you, you know, it says in the page Yudke Vavke, what you're saying and thinking is Adnai. Because that's Kostnik's R with an Ayin. Where the Etzem, the essence of what's being clothed, I have no connection to. All I know is the clothing. But in Yom Kippur, the whole Kapara of Yom Kippur, Again, that's why Davka, he's saying it by Vidoy. He's revealing the Shem HaMafarish by Vidoy. Because all any of the Kain Gadol, the Kapar of Yom Kippur is coming by reconnecting you to the Etzem. And the Etzem, the, the, and then the clothing is there just to allow the Etzem to have some expression. But what is being expressed is Etzem. That's, that, 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 and that's where the, that's where the uh, Kapar comes from. That's why, by the way, I guess, it's already, I have to turn into a whole thing. But it, 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 uh, one last Nakuda, I guess we'll mention, there's a number of other things, but one last thing, a very interesting thing is that we find also, the Mishnahis and Yuma talk about this, as that this was part of the, the Seder, the, this was the program, and even in, in Musaf we mentioned this as well, is that the Kain Gadol had to, again, I mentioned this on Shabbos, had to be separated seven days before, right? <coughs> and during that time, he was being trained by the Besdin, there was a spe- not the Sanhedrin, there was a special Besdin set up and appointed to take care of uh, Beis Amigdash in Yanam. And that was the Besdin of Kahanim that would train the Kain Gadol. Part of his training was is that they would take him to the side and say, swear that you're going to follow our instructions. What's the issue? The issue was that there's, I'm not going into this too much, but there's, there was certain Nakudis in the Avaida, there was a major Machlekes between the Chachamim, Tarsh Balpeh, and the Tzedukim. 
Sukkim did not believe in Tarash Balpeh, only believed in Tarash Vichsav, and certain parts of the Avoida was a machlekis between them, because Tarash Vichsav would say, indicates one way, but Tarash Balpeh changes it. And so there was a major concern in the second base of Migdash that the Kahana would be secret Sudukim, right? And so because of that, they would take him to the side and say, swear that, you're gonna, that you believe in Tarash Balpeh, that you're going to follow our instructions. And the Mishnah says that, that they would both separate and cry. The Kahanim, the, the Bezim would, set, would cry because they're Chayshidim, I have no reason to think he's a Tzaduki. And he would sever and cry because he's being, he's being Nechshah, he's not a Tzaduki. That's it. Every year. This Indian of the Mechazik Amun of Tarsh Balpeh. Why? What is, what, what, what's that Nakuda that Tarsh Balpeh is over here? Tarsh Balpeh is also... See, see you, we think that the Tzadukim are trying to be very pure. It's pure Tarsh Vichsav. Pure Tarsh Vichsav. But the truth is, the fundamental philosophy of the Tzadukim is, is that is, is Kosnik's are with an ayin. In other words, human intellect is thick. Human intellect is not transparent. Human in, intellect, of course we have a soul inside of us with, with God talking, but it's covered by clothing, so to speak, of the human intellect. And that human intellect is thick, coarse, impenetrable. And therefore, you cannot trust your own ideas, say the Tzadukim, because what are your ideas? Your ideas are blocking the ideas of the Rabbanu Shlalom. The, who the Rabbanu Shlalom is, you have to just listen to him in Tarsh Vichsav. Tarsh Balpeh means, Kosnes are with an Aleph. Tarsh Balpeh means is that your human intellect, your Seichel, is not a Mechitza, is not an impenetrable barrier between God's will and and your and your ideas, it's it's not. It's 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 uh, what, what's the word? It's um, permeable. permeable. There you go. It's a permeable membrane. It, you, things can go through it. Seichel haluki can be transmitted through seichel enoshi. So the whole inning of Yom Kippur, therefore, is connected with Amun and Tarsh Balpeh. No, that's why, as I mentioned, I think on Shabbos, that's why on Yom Kippur, that's when the second luchas were given. What's the second luchas? Tarsh Balpeh. First luchas was all. Tarsh Vichsav, Chazal say this already, right? That's why the second Luchas were given Tarsh Valpeh. And as the Gemara says in Tainus, that's the mile of Yom Kippur, is that we were given the second Luchas. What, is, what does Tarsh Valpeh do to Yom Kippur? It's all about Yom Kippur. Tarsh Valpeh means that you are, that, that your physical reality, your, your identity, is not a mechitza shel barzel between you and the Rabbani Shalom. It's, 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 it's uh, you know, it, it's, uh, uh, who the Rabbani Shalom is can be expressed through you. And that's a kaidem achet reality. That's Adam Rishon and Adam Echav in Gan Eden. And that's, that's, that's having an inner essential voice without needing to hear other voices. So you have a, a, a Tamar Chacham who's saying, uh, you know, Ramesh Feinstein is giving a psaq. So the Tzadukim are saying that where is that idea coming from? From the Nachash. Uh, he had an idea, an influence here. This is influencing. Maybe, you know, he came from Russia. So maybe, whatever, who knows? The culture over there affected how he thinks. That, well, what's a Munu of Tarsh Valpeh? Munu of Tarsh Valpeh is that not, that's not why Ramesh is saying. Ramesh is saying, it's Hashem. It's speaking through him. That, that, that's Mamish Vinisayan. Do you believe in Tarsh Valpeh? And do you believe that the Chachamim are speaking their own voice? Or are they speaking ideas that are influenced because of the whispering of the Nachash? So the Avaida, the Kaingadot, to prepare himself to go lift Naiv lift him, to go to that place of essence. Right? with Big Day Pishtan, completely Big Day Pishtan, and to bring all of Klai to that place where you're completely invisible to everything Chitzani is. So part of his avoidance was to be Mechazek, his Amun, and Tarash Valpeh. Sachakal, 
Baruch Hashem, we're about to enter into that place of Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur means finding that point within yourself, finding find that point within your life, within the past year, and so on, and going forward. That's Kulay Pneumiastic. That's Kulay Essential. That's Kulay Atzmias. That's Kulay Real. Everything in Yom Kippur has to be real. That's the point. If it's not real, it's Lachar If it's real, if it's essential, then it's Kaidim Achet, and it's invisible to everything that's not real. That's, that's what's going on. That's why I did Yom Kippur. No. So, Bhavishu should help us in the schus of all you guys learning. Hashem should be the beginning of many more uh, nights of learning. Yachikal is night seders, whatever you want to call it. Hashem should be a schus for all of us, all of Kalayisrael, all of the, the entire universe. That we should all together be enter- to go into that mikvah of Nahar Yetzim Eden and to be brought back to Gan Eden, Kaidim Achet, and be zaycha with that, with all the Yeshuas, all the Slichas and Mechils and Kaparas and Agamar Chasiva Taiva to all of us. Shabbat <laughs> Shalom.